Yo, 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 what's going on, people? This is the Undecided Podcast, episode three. Three. Oh, we out Episode three. (laughs) Episode three. We moving right along. It seemed like we just did episode one, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. Crazy. Um, But yeah, Undecided Podcast. Follow us on all social media. We are coming to you on YouTube right now, too. Uh, undecided with an S underscore podcast. Undecided with an S underscore podcast. Make sure you follow us. My name is Frank. I am Frank, the host of the Undecided Podcast. My brother over here, the host, Tyler. What's up, world? What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Tyler, a.k.a. Maserati T, on all social platforms. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are here today um, to talk to you beautiful people about whatever we want. We're going to decide to make some, give y'all some actionable steps again today. Yeah, We're going to talk about some hustles. Another hustle. This is a big money hustle. Yeah. My boy. Big bag. Big, <laughs> big, big bag. bag. I can't wait to start getting guests on here, bro. That be getting a bag, too. So yeah, that's, can, that's gonna be love. That's gonna be woo. That's gonna be love, man. You, uh, <laughs> who you who you got in this NBA, bro? It's crazy <laughs> out here. Playoff P looking real, <laughs> looking real. Man, whew. I quite frankly, Bron ain't in it, so I I could care less. I ain't got a horse in the race. Oh God. But um, I mean, I would like to see the Suns get it since they knocked Bron off. That's a fact. You got to go the whole way. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to do it all. You're going to the king, bro. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta do what you, you got to do. You can't let that win go in vain. So, yeah, you got to go all the way and that, win it. That's a fact. Did you see, bro, uh, <laughs> did you see, bro, be dude up in the stands and talk about sons and four? I I didn't see that, but oh, I seen, bro. I heard Devin Booker is taking, sending an autographed jersey to that fan or something like that. I knew he was looking for him. I didn't know. I knew he found him. I didn't know what he did. Like, in order, like, in order for him to be finding yeah, him like that, I didn't yeah. know what he did. So he's sending him a jersey. He's, he's sending them. What was it? Was that game four? I think so. It was what whatever game it was. He basically uh, taking that jersey, signing it, and he gonna send it to that fan. Man, that's love. You gonna yeah, have you gonna have love. fans out here whooping cats <laughs> for a jersey, <laughs> for a jer- all for a signed jersey, <laughs> bro. Hey, but he, you gotta let's see that video, bro, because he. I'm gonna definitely. Look he that did up. not start the fight though. Like he didn't, bro. Bro fired off on him first, and his boy just like looked. It <laughs> did not help, and bro just started scraping cuz. So like, the the cat from the the Phoenix Suns fan didn't start. The no, I, I don't know if he, he was, was the reactor basically. Facts. I don't know if he was chirping at him or what. I don't know if they was exchanging words back and forth, but I do know that dude that was sitting like a level up, yeah, was talking trash to bro, and then. He do what all black people do before they swing at a nigga. <laughs> look away. Y'all know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did the little look away and tried to connect, but missed. And Buddy just grabbed his shirt and went crazy on him. Oh, man. You <laughs> can't go out like that. You start you start the fight. You cannot go out like that. Not only that, but he whooped you and screamed, sons and four. <laughs> I, I got to look that up. You let me, do. Let me see. You got, you got to see it, bro. I got to look that up now. It's hilarious, bro. It's funny. 
But shout out to bro <laughs> for holding his own. Cause I think his I think his boy jumped in too. Um and he he did bro bad. Speaking of jumping, bro, it's a it's a video going around saying Zion Williamson was out I there heard fighting. Him. Yeah, I, I heard don't know if that was got busy. Not. See, I'm man, I'm seeing all of the information around these fights, but I ain't watching the video because it's just like I ain't really trying to see that. Nah, I saw that I heard Zion. I heard he, Zion got busy. Hey, that boy was like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> he was out there. He was out there slamming cats. I heard he got busy. They, but the thing is, they was getting. They rocks off on him though, like they was hitting, bro, and he was just like eating them. That boy, six, what, eight, nine? He's six nine, two seventy something, probably. He was. Yeah, it's, it's gonna take a lot for you to uh for you to sleep Zion. That's a fact, bro. Was. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I'm out fighting oh. with a nigga. I'm I, think out I, I think I found the Phoenix Suns fight. Did you, bro? I, I did. You have, to, bro. You see his boy, and watch the, he do the black people look away like these. these oh. <laughs> Smirked him. Ooh, off. He fight like a black girl. Boy, <laughs> he got him by his hair. I'm oh weak. man, yeah. Ooh. He felt that one. He did. I'm weak. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Wow. Sons and four. Sons and four, bro. He crazy. Is that, is that the throwback uh, Barkley jersey? That he had on? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Charles Barkley was a fighter, so he, get, yeah, he, yeah, he got he, that. He got it on this. <laughs> he got that power on him. Because your boy Barkley was banging. Man. Oh, man. That's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. I got to retweet the, that. The league, bro. That's funny that D-Book is looking for cuz. That's, that's yeah, they funny. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. I'm surprised he didn't get fined. For looking for him. Yeah, sons and four fight fans to receive tickets, autograph, Devin Booker jersey. <laughs> bro, that's love. And that's from azcentral.com. I'm surprised Brian get fined for that. They find him, Twitter page. They too. finding cats for everything nowadays. The league yeah, fines come with it. League is so soft now, it's hard to watch. Yeah. If I ain't gonna lie, if I was a pro athlete, I'd treat the fines like how Ocho do them. Or how he did them back when he was playing with the Bengals. You know, I know they coming, so let right. me just set aside this bread <laughs> and, you know, do what you will. Ocho was over the top, though. Ocho Bruh. was mad. I ain't <laughs> going to lie. He, like, he, he made the game. Like, he, he really brought the entertainment side out to in the football stage. That's a fact. Because he knew he was going to get his touchdowns and mm -hmm. shit. So it was, like every, it was like every touchdown he got, it was something new. Celebration-wise. Facts. Man. It was to the point where our cast was watching just yeah. like, what he about to do. Exactly. What he about to do next. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? What's next? I remember he brought that sign out. The future Hall of Famer? Yeah. yeah that was that was player. That I was, was player. like, oh, yeah. Chad definitely an Ocho. I mean, not <laughs> he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, he's, by, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. That's a fact. Probably one of the I'm, the best Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals receiver ever. Man. You I right. mean, from the numbers, from, I, I believe he's first. And receiving yards as a Bengal, and I think receptions or something like that. I know he rattled the stats off all the time, yeah, but I think he is first in yards. But he definitely best Bengal receiver ever. Bro, watching them go back and forth on uh, what is it? I am athlete. Oh yeah, bro, watching them go back and forth, <laughs> especially him and Dion. Yes, bro, it's hilarious, bro. When especially they be lining him and up, bro, yeah, lining like, every time. They, yeah, every time they see each other, though, that's what they do. So it's, it, that's love, though, man. Bro, that would have been a hell of a matchup to see. I don't know who would win that one because 
I'm a I'm an Ocho fan and I'm a Dion fan. Right. I'm a fan of both of them. Strong fans of both of them. Like, so I don't know who will win that matchup, but that'll be that'll be something to see. That'll be like Dion versus Jerry almost. Bruh. Man, a little <laughs> different, but up it'll be up there because Chad, he he the best route runner ever in the game. That boy. He he nice with that it. boy be running routes. Yeah, he'll route anybody up quick. I'm like, bro. <laughs> route you up quick. <laughs> Man. Be yes. cold with it. Bro, that nigga KD's uh, <laughs> security guard, bro. <laughs> Why did Man. he run out there like that? Like, I don't I know, you, but I what? I get KD playing you, but, bro, they wasn't about to fight. Nah, they wasn't. But him and, uh, who was that, PJ Tucker? Yeah. Yeah, like, damn near kissed. Yeah, they like, did. Come on, man. Like, and, I get it. And they boys. Yeah, exactly. They rolled there together. <laughs> they, they, they not about to bang. They not about to bang, bro. We, bro, like when we hoop, we hoop. Uh, like I hoop every day down yeah. there, bro. And it's these cats that argue every time we hoop, bro. And it be to the point where they be in each other's face just like that. But they brothers. So don't nobody pay him no attention. But if you knew, like if you knew in the gym and you see that, you'll be like, oh, they about to, they about yeah. to bang. And everybody else just be like, well, if y'all don't just come on, like that that hooping gets serious. Though. It does like, for real. I ain't gonna let shit. I'm like that, just hooping out in the driveway with my younger brother. Like <laughs> him and his homies came over one day. Uh, maybe this is probably about a month ago. So they they young boys. So they out there talking shit crazy. So he like, let's play Chicago 21. Whew, that's All the right, game. Yeah, that's that's the game. So all right, cool. Like, so I get out there. I'm like, man, I ain't I ain't gonna jump out there, but they they start talking, so I jumped out there. Right. I went on a run for like six, seven games straight. <laughs> smacking them. I think I end up racking up like 12 dubs on that. Man. <laughs> 12 dubs on that. But me and my brother arguing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know each other, but that, right. that shit just comes with the territory, it especially does. with the hooping shit. Like, That's whether y'all real brothers or y'all close, oh, like, yeah, y'all do that, like, regardless. Me and my cousin, man, we be going at it with the hoop. Like, yeah. we in the league, and, bruh, I remember one game, like, he w- we never on team, so I remember one game, like, I come in for the layup, and he found me dumb hard. Like, dumb hard. Like, I know it was intentionally. He found me dumb hard, but I still make the bucket. So I get up like, let's go, and I push him stupid hard. Got a tech. <laughs> like, got a tech. Everybody, like, running out. I'm like, bro, that's my cousin. I ain't about to – I mean, I'm going to push him. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> probably the most I'm going to do. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't about to fight with him. Sports will get you like that, though, bro. Yeah, I'm a does. totally different person on the basketball court. Yeah, because like, they, they bring that out of you. like Scream, that's how I lost my voice. Shit unexplainable, honestly. It's it unexplainable. is. It's like a switch. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Especially, like, yeah, hooping, football, like. I know y'all got a different switch. Just looking at, yeah, I never played football. I mean, like, Killer Man and stuff like that. But yeah. I was always on the small side. So I Yeah, I always have been too, hoop and football. Yeah, so yeah, always. I'm like, y'all switch is different than a than a hoop switch though, because I can see it in y'all, and I hate when y'all football niggas come to hoop because oh, yeah. I know it's about <laughs> you. To you can st- tell a football <laughs> hooper though, because he out there trying to muscle everything. Bruh. Like it's just like a style of play. Driving with his head down. Yeah, like classic football. Yeah, nigga. literally. Like some <laughs> hoopers, I ain't gonna lie. Like some football hoopers 
or guys that I know play football that can who Yeah, that's it's, a fact. It's, it's some of them. I know some interchangeable niggas. Yeah, yeah. Them but just athletes, though. They the probably... ones who really ain't, though, you could tell, oh, yeah, like, he, he a football player. Right. Just by the way he dribbling the ball down there. Like, oh, hard. Look at him driving shit like, yeah. <laughs> Or don't let him get mad and want to play defense. I mean, he's getting mad physical with you, like hand checks. He's doing all of that. All like, that. And then saying physical. he didn't foul you. Yeah, <laughs> fact. <laughs> That's right, a bro. fact. It got to the point where I don't even call nothing on y'all. I'm like, bro, look, yeah. you got it. Because I ain't trying to bang. You got let it. Let it ride. If, I ain't bleed, if it ain't nothing crazy hard, I ain't bleeding or nothing like that, like, I might just let it go. Man, but it, it just depends. Like, don't try to foul me. Don't foul me in the game. I'm putting up the game shot. Phew. Game winning shot or something like that. I'm getting that. I'm back. calling that. Thanks. Like, I don't care how little it is. I'll let you slide, you know, all the way one through 15. But right. once we all oh, game point 16, yeah, and I hit that, yeah. I'm, I'm, or if I don't hit it, I'm calling that. Bro, I done got cussed I'm out. Sorry. I done got cussed out for not calling fouls on game. And yeah, I'm thinking it's me being a man. Like, we don't call fouls. Like, what you talking about? Because that's how I grew up. Yeah. Like, we don't call fouls. Like, game, bro. You got to call it. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Oh, uh, man. In the days, though, bro. Yeah, for sure. Man. So what would it look like you for last week? Or man. last week, shit. Past, what? Two weeks? Two week? weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Man, we been same old, same old, bro. I've been yeah. scaling. You know what I'm saying? Um. I do have a new venture that I'm pursuing um, now, which should be really, really lucrative, but uh, studying for life insurance. Mm. So I'm going to be adding that to my bag here soon, you know what I'm saying? Interchange that with the credit and stuff Um, just because it's important. And like this past couple weeks probably just solidified that for me, just seeing people and hearing of people past, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't have the funds to, you know what I'm saying, do what they need to do. Like, yeah, that's that should fact. be the last thing you should be worried about when you're trying to bury that love. Especially at that time. Yeah, like, like so yeah. <laughs> that just, I mean, not even as a money standpoint, but just as a helping people standpoint. Yeah, yeah. And trying to help people see, like, these, this is important. Like, you need this. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. I got a... Uh, I got a nice little following with the credit repair business uh-huh. and people look to me for like financial advice. So I figured, and they've asked, and I've been asked about it. Yeah. Like, do you do this? And I'm like, not yet. And, or I'll say no. And I keep getting steered in that direction. Yeah, so I'm like, so might like, as well pursue it. Exactly. Yeah. The earth putting it out there that you, you need to maybe pursue this and go that route. Yeah. You know, it's wild when you scrolling on like IG or something and you just see stuff Man. all the time. I'm like, bro, how did, bro? Why it do I keep wild, seeing this? It is wild, but then it's that phone, though. Yeah, 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 the phone <laughs> is listening. I it's the phone, but you. then it is, it, at the same time, it is, though, like, dang, like, maybe I should, you know, take a deeper dive into this uh, subject or whatever that is. But your life insurance is definitely important. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so so that and, you know, I'm always selling some. Um, I just dropped some Juneteenth merch. Um which did ex- sold out extremely fast. So shout out to the purchasers mm. <laughs> of the June team team that's merch. Man, June, damn, that's what that's Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday. Uh, yeah. So it's a federal it's, holiday now. I'm hearing. Man, look, or it's supposed to. I, they supposed to vote on it, or not vote on it. They already voted, I think, but they putting it through tomorrow or something like that. I don't know how I feel about that, bro. Like, I'm happy that it's 
Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that it's a federal holiday. Yeah. But it seems like they're brushing over some stuff. I don't know. I don't want to get into politics and none of that on here. But like, it's it, it's just it's bittersweet, bro. Like, it's like it feel like here, here y'all go. Since y'all asking for everything, you feel me? I mean, I don't know. I don't want. I, I see where you coming from. <laughs> I definitely see where you coming from. Yeah. Um, but it's honestly, it's like whatever they, whatever they dish out or whatever they give. To the you know the black community, it's always gonna feel like here you go. Yeah, you like, right. Take this, like, you right. Because the way that the community puts them as far as a hierarchy, it's like they are. They make it seem like they are just at the top. Like mm-hmm. so, whatever if that if that's where they are, and everything up under that is just beneath them or lower than them or some type of lower value than whatever they give. About. Yeah, it's always gonna feel like that. So. I mean, I, I get where you coming from, but um, I mean, it's a win. Yeah, it's a plus. It's like, a plus. um, it definitely should be a holiday that should be um what nationally recognized. Do we have to go to work from this holiday? What um, entails this? <laughs> what uh, do? <laughs> I if you're a federal employee, I don't believe so, cause so like banks it falls and stuff June ninth. Well, it's the nineteenth of June, right? But this year it falls on a Saturday. So I've been reading and the tweets I've been seeing. Um, federal workers will not be going to work tomorrow. Since so like it falls on mail, mail like like USPS and all that post stuff. office um, and okay. all the other federal workers and stuff like that. Okay, but I mean that's 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 like I said, that's tweets from I've been reading and articles I've been reading. So I don't know how true it is, but right. that's what I've been seeing since I've been um, going down that little rabbit hole for the holidays. So right. Hopefully that's it holds up true. Hopefully that's what it is. Definitely hype to celebrate Juneteenth, though. I ain't gonna yeah, lie, definitely, man. If we ain't had that obligation, I'd be definitely outside throwing some meat on the grill. Pause that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd, I'd be throwing some out there grilling out his shit. Hey, I'm weak. Yeah. Um, can y'all do me a favor, though? Can y'all not, like, belittle people that's just finding out about Juneteenth? I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, y'all got to cut that shit out. Because, bro, like, in all honesty, like, I'm just... Like, I knew about it, but I'm just now getting hit to really what the true, like, yeah. meaning of it is. Like, but, like, I mean, it wasn't taught. You nah, know what I'm saying? It like, wasn't. it wasn't taught in school. It's, so, a lot, it's a lot of stuff that, of course, they're, you know, they're not going to teach us or whatever. Um, but I think we said this on the first episode as far as just information and having the access to it. And literally, you could find out anything from that device that's in your hand or in Facts. your pocket like so for the people who are just now finding out you know congratulations yeah kudos to you but the people who been knew about it and trying to be little and shame the folks who didn't know about it you know prior to this year or the years before you ain't gotta do all that yeah. like each one teach one man gone right. somewhere that's how we gonna get places yeah like you're not about to get nothing special being the the First person to know about something like just soldier boy at this point. Man, like I was on. the first nigga to do that. <laughs> like yeah, like you said, we ain't gonna get nowhere if it's if, if you got some like gatekeepers and shit on stuff we should know about. Like yeah, be willing to you know talk to people about certain stuff if they're open to listening. Yeah, well, happy Juneteenth. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Live it up. Happy Juneteenth. Cookout. What your week? What your week been looking like? Shit, I've been straight. Um, nah, I take that back. I'm I'm good, but I I picked up this job. 
Okay. <laughs> Not like an actual job. Yeah. But like basically a little side gig or whatever. So I'm uh, redoing the floors in my in my sister's crib. Mm-hmm. Her house big as hell, so we only just doing the main, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like the main floor, and uh, boy, <laughs> that, that shit is whooping my ass. I, seen, hey, some, I seen some of your story. The boy, floor looks nice, I ain't even gonna hold you. It, it, yeah, it's definitely nice, it's just, I definitely underestimated the square footage and the <laughs> amount of work that would come into doing so. Right. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been doing that. For the past week and a half, basically, day to day, as much as I can. And, um, of course, flipping the usual kicks, PS5s. Today was a good PS5 day. Ooh, okay. Better than yesterday. I slept through the target drop. I'm pissed. Man. Slept through the target I drop. I never hit any drops, bro. I'm, I'm going to have to tap in with you. Target, I ain't going to lie. So, <laughs> only, so, we had, yesterday was target. Um, today was Walmart and PlayStation Direct. So that's three out of the, what is that, six or five vendors? Because you got PlayStation Direct, you got Best Buy, you got Walmart, Amazon, GameStop. Did I say Target already? You did. So that's five. Yeah, five main vendors for, you know, your PS5s and, and Xboxes and stuff like that. Um, GameStop ain't, ain't dropped recently, and Best Buy, I think they did a little something last week. It was like 3 in the morning, something sneaky or whatever, but it wasn't that much. But Walmart <laughs> usually, basically, Walmart usually got a good number of stock. Um, and then Amazon, whenever they do. But, yeah, Walmart was a good one today. I think I picked up like two, <laughs> grabbed the Xbox, but I ended up canceling that because I'm like, they ain't even worth the flip for real. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> Xboxes don't be hitting like that. Nah, they don't. Everybody wants a PS5, and I don't blame them. Like, I, I could have had a chance to buy, what was it, at GameStop or Xbox yesterday, like, at the store. <laughs> it was, like, six people outside. I'm like, that's hey. telling me everything I need to know. Right. Because no if that was a PS5, like, that line would have been crazy, so I, I passed up on it. Yeah. Other than that, though, man, the floors and the usuals, flipping and stuff like that. Um, oh, and I, I passed my... Um, insurance adjustment. I passed my IA and got my license. Big shouts out. Yeah, Big yeah. shouts out. Passed that boy. on what was that, last week. I ain't gonna lie. I was nervous. Shit, taking the test. Yes, sir. I was nervous. I was nervous, but um, yeah, I got through it. Passed it. So now I'm waiting on the like. Well, I gotta do like some fingerprinting or something like that. Okay. Get that submitted, and then I have my license, and um, we Turn gonna up. hit the ground running. Turn up. Yeah. Get to this bread. For sure. Definitely. Definitely, we about, to, we about to be in the insurance game. <laughs> yeah, boy, insurance Two different boy. sides of the spectrum. Yeah, but you know, it's still insurance, and there's money in it. Let me tell you something: insurance verbiage is very, very boring. <laughs> it is, and it's it's man, it's, it's so boring, complicated, and it's a lot. Like, or at least from the the window that I was looking through, especially for the IA world, like I understand insurance, right? From, of course, having auto policy, life insurance, yeah. and um, home insurance. But, like you said, the verbiage is boring, but it's so much stuff to, love, like, know. Man. And for that test, I had to learn. And I'm like, there's no way people is literally taking this test, passing, and retaining all of this information. So, my mentor, 
who I've reached out to in regards to life insurance. Yeah. He a dog in the life insurance industry. But um, he pretty much said, this is exactly what he told me. He said, you're going to learn a bunch, and then you're going to have to forget it because we don't use any of that. I said, what? <laughs> he said, basically, it's on the job. That's where you learn. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's what a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, true. I wish they would break it down. Just give me the the basics, the basics of, it, yeah, of it, like yeah. what I'm be doing. I ain't got to learn all this other stuff that I don't need. Yeah, that experience is the best. Experience is the best teacher. I'm a firm believer oh, in that. Yeah. Um, 100%, 100%. Like trial and error learning and stuff like that. Like you mess something up, then all right, you know how to do it the right way, and then you know not what to do. But right. the book work of certain stuff, boy, I hated it. Like Man, look. I hate it. I got ADHD. <laughs> so... Not only do I get up every 10 seconds, yeah. but my mind be everywhere every yeah. 10 seconds. So I could be reading a book and thinking about, bro, and just zone out. Literally, in a matter <laughs> of, could be reading something and you come across a word Man. or whatever, and then your mind just goes somewhere else. That's a fact. Like That's a fact. Like, I, could, I don't know how people do it. Like, studying rooms where it's noise. Bruh. I need complete silence. I need windows to be closed. See, like I'm the opposite. I came down here, matter of fact, and studied as much as I could. Right. Or I wouldn't even call it studying. I basically took notes from the information that they gave me, word for word, or kind of paraphrases as best as I could. Yeah. And called that studying because <laughs> after I was finished, I barely read over that shit. Like, Man, look, I need the TV on. Oh, you can study like that. I can study with the TV on. I can study with the TV on. I can study with music. It's weird. If it's silent, I'm like, I guess, I don't know. I think the noise focuses me more. It might sound weird, but that's. I wouldn't say it's it's just different. Yeah, the the noise focuses me more. If I'm silent, I'm everywhere. Yeah. I'm in Jamaica. (laughs) Maybe maybe I need to try that then. Like, maybe I don't know. If I need, I will, I wouldn't say, because I got to study for something else. Yeah. Same field, but. Other certs or whatever, but maybe I might try that. I've, I've never been one that can sit in a silent room because I would I would be in there beatboxing. <laughs> so I need noise, <laughs> something. Yeah, I'm, I might need to try that. We I'm gonna see how it go. Yeah, but congrats on that though. That's Appreciate a big that. accomplishment, man. Yeah, it is. I sure. can't wait to till I can report to you that I passed my test. Oh yeah, it's coming. Cause bro, it's coming. I ain't gonna lie, I was getting impatient. It's struggle bus. And it, what made it worse, though, was seeing certain people that I follow on the timeline in that same field, and they, you know, display this. They get into it like, oh, these, these job opportunities coming across, and they sending them out there, and it's like, man, come on, I'm still trying like study for this damn test. <laughs> right, like, let me study hard. Hold off. How long? How long they gonna be? You know, accepting this, this, and that. Man, like, and that's what I'm going through right now because I literally, I didn't just start studying, but I. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. So I'm literally just now going through that. And my boy, like my mentor, he be hitting me up like, where you at? Yeah. I just made blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> Chill. Yeah, you, you're throwing salt in the <laughs> Right. Don't now, do that. Bro. Like, don't do that. But I mean, it's motivation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, get, I get what he's doing. So shouts to you, bro. You, sure. you a good dude. Um, Man, so I'm glad you had a good week. Glad 
we both had a good week. Yeah. Productive week. I don't think there is a week that goes by that I'm not productive. Yeah, I'll be trying to find something to do. Like, if I can't find nothing to do, I'll find something in this house to fix or, or <laughs> something. Like, Facts. I'm doing, <laughs> I got to do I something. I look up, brother's building a whole new fence. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> I had to stop. <laughs> I'm weak. I had to dead that project. Man. I look. wasn't going. As, as <laughs> everything changed with that project. I had to dead that. Man. So I've been hearing like little whispers like on the house market that is ugly out here. I've been hearing people getting out bid this is just my clients like yeah so when i have them go through like my program and stuff they can be ready to buy a house yeah and i've heard from like about 12 clients that have been either well no not either have been outbid by people like one of my clients yesterday he called me and he was like man I was like, what's up? He was like, man, this house market is crazy. I'm like, what's going on? He said one of these houses, he he was one of the, I guess, early bidders. So he bid on it early. He said the next day it was 47 bids on the house. Yeah. I was like, bro. He was like, so he was like, and this is the house we really wanted. I'm like, dang, bro. I don't even I don't even know what to tell him. You gotta bring something extra to the party. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like got- I be seeing on little shows, like they be writing notes and stuff. Like, I don't know if that's beneficial or not, but, like, I told him, I didn't know what to tell him, bro. Yeah, I, was, you, I was just, that's crazy, bro. You know how you be. Yeah, that's, that's all you, damn, that's crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's as much as you could do in that situation because it, it is what it is. You can't really do nothing else. Like, right now, what, inventory is super low. Right. Like, inventory is super low, so... Of course, that's it's the simple supply and demand of real estate. You know, mm-hmm. the demand um, is super high because the supply of houses is crazy low. Like inventory is at some lows right now. So everybody that got some money, they want to buy, and then that's driving the price. So I'm honestly, like I, I think we spoke about this, or I told one of our homies about. I think I see this happening probably for another year. Yeah, the seller's market. Yeah, probably another year. But um, for people that are in that buying process, man, probably don't want to, but you might just have to, you know, offer more than what they asking, at least yeah. to get their attention because it ain't too many houses out here that you about to buy for a listing price. Like, I feel like everything that's been selling, or I wouldn't say everything, but at least 85, 80% of what's out there is selling over asking price. Like, right. it's it's crazy. And I'm glad we ain't buying for a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm bored. <laughs> you you I'm already bought two, three years <laughs> in. My, matter of fact, my neighbors, see, I know somewhat of the numbers from the transaction. Right. But I don't know what the actual final number was. So I'm going to go and do my research tonight and see what he actually sold for. Yeah. Because I know what he was asking, but I don't know what it sold for. Because I don't care. The number that he was asking for was good, good enough mm-hmm. as far as equity for me. So I was good with that. But if it sold over that number, was that the one you were trying to get? Nah. Oh, I that's thought... that's the next door joint. 
Oh, okay. I got yeah, you. Yeah, that's the next got door. You. The one I'm trying to get, that's on the corner. Got you. And that's still in the works, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, man, it's low inventory out here, so... Prices is up there, man. Y'all gotta y'all gotta bring that extra money to the table if you want to get somebody's attention, man. or if you even want to get that property. Like, right? It's the struggle right now, but it is what it is. Yeah, y'all just stick through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only advice I can give right now. Yeah, I don't literally. Know, I don't know what to say. Bro was distraught when he called me. He was going through it. He was like, Frank, man. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I don't even know what to tell you. But. Yes. Especially, it's rough too when you find a house though it's so perfect, like right, and you want it, and you, because everything st- lines up for you to get it. You start visioning yourself in it. Literally, too. that's it's like finding a pair of shoes, yeah. or a car, or, <laughs> uh, even a job or a house. You, if it line up and everything is everything you wanted and whatever it is, and it don't come through, you you be hurt after that yeah. rejection. Like, yeah, <laughs> you be hurt. Like I, I felt like nah. I went through that with a house that, yeah, a house before I bought this one, man. And it wasn't too far from here. Actually, it was everything I wanted. And I, at the time, I forgot what the issue was. Mm. But it, I don't think I got outbid. I think it was something on the price or whatever. I think it came back. I think the appraisal was a little bit lower, right? Than what they was asking, and they wasn't willing to budge, man. So I missed out on that. One. I'm a huge advocate of. Buying foreclosed, I ain't gonna hold you, um, because then you can make it what you want. You can, if that makes sense. Yeah, you you can, but believe it or not, the foreclosure is going too. <laughs> Man, everything you is, can't win. <laughs> yeah, like the 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 foreclosures, they ain't even really off market deals because people know of the foreclosures, but even yeah. the off market deals and that we familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you get that under contract, and it's in a decent area, it's something that's manageable. Somebody can make some money off of it. You probably gonna sell that more for what you asked yeah, for. Yeah, like it's it's real estate in all, like from MLS listings to off market deals to foreclosures, and really it ain't even that much foreclosures, really, because they got that on the hall. They got that on the hold basically ever do since the, the COVID. Oh, because of COVID, yeah, you're yeah. right. They do. It's gonna Dang. be a lot of those once they lift the uh I don't know what I don't know how to say that. What is it? Memoratorium or it start with an M. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the word is, y'all know what I'm talking about if you if you familiar with the real estate stuff and foreclosures or whatnot. But you know once they lift that Oh, moratorium. Moratorium. Yeah. Yeah. Once they lift that, then the foreclosures and evictions and all that are going to be um, starting the process. So, them going to be out there. Yeah. So, if you're smart, you know. Wait. Wait. Liquid. Get liquid right now. Liquidate what you can. Means have some money your in your pocket. Yeah. When it's time, you can go play. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it's a lot. Of, I won't say a lot, but yeah, I'm going to say a lot. It's a lot of big, big players in the game that, right. um, that are doing that exact thing right there. They're getting liquid right now. Unloading properties. Yeah, or and, they, and they waiting they for they waiting for this little shindig to be lifted. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even about to try it. <laughs> ain't about to clown me on the socials. Oh. It's over. Oh, I ain't, I'm proud enough to nah. I ain't even about to try. Graceful bow out. Yep. <laughs> Friendly quit. Yep. Man, talking about real estate that brings us to our hustle of the week. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm sir. Sh- 
I wouldn't even say of the week. This is like I don't even I don't I wouldn't say it's of the week. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's of the month. I th- I think this is just a good skill to have in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel you. I ain't put I enough sauce on it. I, I don't even know if I want to call it a hustle. I think this is more such a more of a skill, honestly. Yeah, you're right. Because Cause, yeah, because if you, you do this, you it, can get you out of, it can get you out of some yeah, like some sticky situations. You learn, you learn with this. Um, yeah. So yeah. So wholesaling real estate, wholesaling real estate, infamous wholesaling. Um, infamous. There's a lot to it, but once you get it, I ain't gonna say you got it, but once you get it, <laughs> you yeah, get more you get comfortable, it, yeah, comfortable yeah. doing it. It's. I mean, it's. Wholesaling, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard of it, but um, it's simple as just basically assigning a contract. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all it is. But when I say I don't think it's really a skill, or not, I won't say I don't think it's really a hustle. I think it's more of a skill. Is because the the skill set that it takes. First of all, it takes a certain confidence. You know the whatever method you go about acquiring your off-market deals, whether it's, you know, door knocking, mm-hmm. cold calling, or, you know, writing um, direct mail, mm-hmm. sending to sellers or something like that, or even posting like bandit signs. Uh, it take a certain, uh, <laughs> it take a certain amount of courage to even step out there and do that. Facts. Um, so that's, that's one thing you knock off the board. You know, you build some type of, internal confidence with yourself your skin um, get thicker yeah your skin get <laughs> thicker because with all of those methods of communication you will be turned down like a you, lot especially cold calling <laughs> door knocking like you gonna get oh, cussed lot. out you gonna get hung up on man like all well types of co- stuff collect your agent yeah like it, it kind of feel like that mm-hmm. but it feels like that when you dealing with sellers who really ain't motivated yes and that's why I say it's more of a skill because when you do find that seller that is motivated and that is in that position to where they need to, you know, offload a property or liquidate a property, whether it be a rental or a primary residence, that skill of, you know, basically sales, if you have it or if you don't, is either enhanced or you start to build it because it's, it's negotiation at that point. If you, you know, it's it's a lot to go into it. Like, you got to be, you got to have interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be rough around the edges and not know how to talk to people and think you're going to get a deal. Right. You you probably won't. Like, you got to know how to talk to people. You got to know how to be empathetic Um, and all of that. Like, because most of the times when you get sellers who motivated, you are dealing with people who are going through something. I was just thinking a, a tough thing. time in their life. Like yeah. so, this ain't. Yeah, it's it's really it's not really about the transaction. It's more so of helping them out of that situation, mm-hmm. and the result of helping them, you know, leads you to that transaction and being able to assign that contract for a fee or whatever you know, creative way you set that deal up. Maybe equity in a flip. Right. Or, you know, equity in a wholesale deal where, you know, they put it on the market after it being cleaned. So it's it's a lot to go into wholesaling. But it's definitely something that you um you can build skills and if you already have those set of skills, 
or a certain set of skills in that area, you'll definitely be able to put them to use and then enhance what you already have. Thanks. So let's do this. Let's go over the spectrum of what wholesaling is first. That, um, that, that. And then we can, because you, we can talk about our deals pretty much. Yeah. Um, go in detail, as much detail as we can. You've done local deals. I haven't done a local deal. I've done digital deals. So we can hit both yeah. sides of yeah. it. Um, and then and then we can go from there. So let's let's start off. What would you just how would you describe wholesaling to a newbie, to somebody who doesn't know anything about it? To keep it as simple as possible. Excuse me. I'll describe wholesaling as um, like I said earlier, us the assignment of a real estate contract. Um, and if you don't, you know, if you don't quite frankly know what that means exactly, then all right, basically, you you basically middleman the process. So, excuse me, you got a seller, somebody who wants to sell a house. They're going through X, Y, Z, whatever, it don't matter. They come to you or you reach out to them. Y'all talking, they give you a price, you get the property under contract um, as long as the numbers work out, and we'll go through that later on. Um, they sign a contract. You take that said contract, and you market that contract, not the property. You market the contract to the end buyer, which is usually an investor, a cash investor, or if you got real good ties, uh, you can market that contract to a hedge fund. <laughs> <laughs> And get really paid, Ooh. but um, yeah, yeah, but that's that's basically what wholesaling is in a nutshell. And like I said, you're assigning the contract, not the property. Mm. You're not selling the house because you're not a real estate agent, right? Um, in most states, if I'm not mistaken, you can't sell property without a realtor's license. Mm -hmm. So you're basically, like I said, you're assigning or you're selling that contract to that property to an end buyer and you get the fee on the back end. Gotcha. And how do you get the fee? So let's say Mr. Williams wants to sell you the property. He sells you the property for 50. He's asking for 50,000 for it. That number seems about good. So, all right, cool. I'll sign it. I'll buy it. You'll basically say, you know, we'll get it under contract for 50,000. Mm -hmm. You take that same contract and you market that contract to one of your end buyers, investor, hedge fund, whatever, maybe anybody who's interested in the property and let them know, of course, you know, this is a, a cash deal. You purchasing this property as is. So therefore you're not having an appraisal done. You're not having an inspection done anything like that. You know, we, we closing in a certain amount of days, usually, between seven and 30 days, mm -hmm. whatever the situation may be. Let's say we closing in 14 days, that's two weeks. So you basically market that contract to your end buyer. You sell that contract, you know, you tell that, that end buyer, hey, I'm selling this contract or I'm assigning this contract to you for 75,000. If that number works out for the buyer, he signs then an assignment contract, which basically takes you out of the process mm -hmm. and he's now the end buyer for that property. So you got it under contract for 50,000. 
you sold it to your buyer for seventy five. You sold the contract to your buyer for seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. That twenty five thousand dollar difference between the fifty and seventy five is your wholesale fee, mm-hmm. your assignment fee. Big bank. So that's what you receive on the back end, which is usually at closing. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. It's very simple. Like that process is simple. Um, it's, it's real simple on paper, <laughs> but the intertwinings and in the, in the actual work that you got to put in to even get, you know, close to a deal like Man. that, where you're going to get 25 K on your first deal or whatever, or even on any deal, you know, it, it takes some work. Um, it's, it it's some work that got to be put in. Yeah. You got to have thick skin and you got to be a hustler. <laughs> not even going to hold you. Because yeah, you do. If you quit easy, you're not going to make no money in this. You know, I, the like, and we talked about this. Um, you know that first deal, it might come to you. I know somebody who it came to him in two weeks, but it took me about you know four or five months to get my first one. Right. So I can't tell you when you're gonna get your first one because you can land, you can get one in you know two days or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what market you in, um, and you know how adamant you are to getting it done. Like you know, are you putting in the work? day to day are you consistent with it so i can't tell you when you're gonna get your first one but like he said if you got that hustler in you you know you consistent with putting in the work you you're gonna crack that deal sooner or later mm-hmm. so everybody that's in like the wholesale community remembers their first deal <laughs> oh yeah so you got more deals than me because i only got one which is good enough. Yeah. You know <laughs> one is one is more than none. That's a fact. So what was your first deal like? And then I'll go over I'll go over mine. But what what was your walk us through your first deal? So my first deal So my first deal was actually a deal that didn't go through. <laughs> so you yeah you know say you said the first deal so I'm okay okay the first deal let me get a deal, deal that, that went through. through so a deal that went through um, <laughs> yeah this was so basically you know I get I, I buy a list of properties I won't say a list of properties but I basically buy a list of prospects basically people who um, meet the criteria of the type of seller that I'm looking for mm-hmm. so in this situation I was looking for um, absentee owners who had vacant properties. An absentee owner is basically, you know, somebody who doesn't live in the property and the property that they do own that they don't live in is vacant. Mm -hmm. And the icing on the cake of that was out-of-state absentee owners. So they wasn't even living in the state that I'm in. They didn't live there, and the property was vacant. So I get this list. I'm calling. I'm cold-calling these people. Um, I talked to some people, you know, who made, you know, met the qualifications. Some of them wanted to sell. Some people, I wouldn't even say majority of the list, didn't want to sell their property at all. Um, and half them people probably cussed me out or whatever. And I think I might have, you know, talked to two people. I talked to one guy. I still remember this dude's name, and I got his information. He was an investor himself. And we had a whole nother conversation that was, it was about real estate, but it wasn't even about the property. That's how good the conversation was. Dude was dope. Matter of fact, I need to reach out to him. But um, so I, I get this guy. I talk to him. So he answers the phone. Cool dude. He like, yeah. Um, you know, I want to sell this property. I'm. I just. I don't. I'm done with it. You know. 
I'm in another state, um, and this is my last one that's here. So I, I just want to get rid of it. I have nobody there to manage it and look after it. My pops is getting up in age, so he can't do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he was like, and I just got out of contract, you know, with another investor who basically told me that he was going to be able to get the deal done, and he didn't. So he was fed up with it. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, man, this is perfect. Like, this this might be my first deal. Everything is lining up. So we get to talk about numbers. So the number I had in mind, we end up agreeing on a lower number. So I'm like, Wait, okay. <laughs> yeah. You had a number in your mind. I had a number. And my I'm in the car. I'm in the car doing all this quick maps and, and everything and I'm driving and I'm looking up information, pulling comps, blah, blah, blah. And I did some quick math, got some quick comps. And the number I came up with based on them comps, he ended up, we and we both agreed up on a number lower than what I had in my head. Man, what? That's so crazy. when when that happened, I'm like, bro, this this, this about to be my first <laughs> one deal. One. Like I'm in the car and shit. Like I'm looking at my brother. I'm smiling ear to ear like <laughs> he don't even realize what's going on for real, for real he can hear the conversation but he just don't realize where I'm at with it like I'm right. thinking like yo this this about to be the deal so we agree on the number I said cool back I get home I send the contract over to him um and then on so the, the software I use is DocuSign so right. when you send a contract via DocuSign when they open the contract you get a notification and then when they sign it and send it back, you get a notification. So as soon as I sent it, maybe three minutes later, he opened it. And then like 30 seconds later, he sent it back and I got a note. So I said, oh yeah, it's lit. He like this, it. this is about to be the first deal. So I get the contract back. As soon as I get it back, I start marketing the contract, right. sending it to, you know, email blasting all my buyers and dumping it on Facebook groups that I'm in and stuff like that. And I even put it on Facebook Marketplace. So the the contract, I basically had a 14-day inspection clause um, in my contract. And that, that inspection clause basically is my time to, you know, find an end buyer for that contract. Mm -hmm. So 14 days for my inspection clause. Day 14, I don't have a – oh, let, let me back up. So the property, like I said, was already under contract from another – wholesaler in the city so when i put it in the groups <laughs> other people was like man such and such just posted this deal um you know your price is much lower than what he was asking but it has this problems and that problems and blah 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 a lot of people were saying foundation issues stuff like that so that kind of deterred me from thinking that it was a deal but i'm like you know what fuck it i'm gonna ride it out right. i got Six more days left. So day fourteen comes. No, is it day? Is it day fourteen or? It was yeah. It was day fourteen, last day. That was a, it. Was a Sunday too. I remember day fourteen. So from like day ten, I'm I'm talking to the dude. He claims he's a you know a new investor or whatever. He got the money. He want to buy it, but he's he's weary of purchasing the property. And a, basically to sign contract through um, a title company and instead of buying, you know, traditional property through, you know, a realtor and this, this and that. And I'm like, yo, this ain't how this works. You know, this is 
cash deal, you know, investor type deal. Like we don't need to go through a realtor, right? None of that because I'm assigning a contract. Now you can go through a realtor, you know, and whatnot, but that's a conversation for another show. I, I just feel like, that. yeah, yeah, you, you can go through that because they can be beneficial. Right. But for this situation, I didn't need one. So he was worried about basically, you know, closing the deal and just going through the title company, blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know, all right, cool. So day 14, somebody hit me up from Facebook. What was it? Facebook Messenger. Yeah, Facebook Messenger. Facebook Marketplace, actually. But he wrote me on Facebook Messenger. So he like, yeah, I live, you know, seven minutes away from the house. I know exactly where it's at. Can I go check it out? I'm like, bet, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Here go the lockbox combo. Let me know what you think. So he writes me back in like 30 minutes. Yeah, I want it. You know, I'll buy it. I'm like, bet. <laughs> like, it's I, I ain't say bet, but I'm going to keep that language over here. I'm, I'm ecstatic. Like, I'm hyped. Right. And it's day 14. So he just saved my ass. Like, wait, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Came through in the clutch. Came through in the clutch, clutch. Jordan game six type <laughs> Like, last shot shit, man. Boy. Came through. The so. <laughs> so he came through. So he like, all right, bet I want it. So I'm like, all right, cool. I explain, you know, the process. I'm going to send you this contract. You know, you're going to sign it. Um, and I'm gonna, once you sign it, you know, I'm going to send it to my, you know, um, person at the title, at my title company. And then you're going to have to basically wire your earnest money or whatever to lock in the deal with her. So cool. So he's cool with that. So he signs the contract Monday morning. First thing I wake up. Matter of fact, I called off of work for this. <laughs> hey, I, ca I called off of work for this. I'm like, I can't go an eight hour day at work. Bro, just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, think about yeah, this yeah, shit and not slow. getting this. So I caught off of work. First thing in the morning, I send it over to the title company. She's like, all right, cool. Everything looks good. Like an hour later, she called me back like, yeah, such and such sent the earnest money. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's serious. <laughs> so the earnest money gets sent. She got the, she get the contracts, both of them, the assignment and the purchase and sale agreement that I had with the buyer. So she looks over everything. She puts everything together. Um, she calls me back around close to the end of business day. Yeah, we got a closing date for such and such at this time. Cool. I'm going to call him, let him know, boom. And then I give her the information of the buyer. So I call him and told him the closing date, and she called him. That way he know. So cool. Two days later, I think we closed. That was a Monday. I think we closed on that Thursday. So on Wednesday, yeah, usually the day before closing, your title company will send you a um, HUD sheet, which is basically a sheet showing the transaction the numbers of the transaction. So basically what you got the contract, um, basically the price of the purchase and sale agreement that you got between you and the seller. And then it'll basically show the price that your end buyer is paying for the assign assignment contract. And then at the bottom of that HUD sheet, um, it'll show, you know, your fee assignment fee or whatever and stuff like that. So she sends me the HUD. I'm like, bruh, I really just, I like, I don't want to <laughs> say I closed my first deal because we ain't done yet. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm this close. So she sent the sheet. I, you know, write her back. Everything looked good. Um, and I told her like, yeah, I ain't, I'm not coming to close. And she's like, you don't need to. Like, we, we know how to do. We know we've been through this process millions of times. You're good. You don't have to be there. It's so cool. I wasn't going anyway. <laughs> so Thursday comes. 
they get the document signed, they get the deed transferred over, money is in hand, the deal go through. She called me, yeah, everything is good. They just signed a doc, finalizing document. Um, be on the lookout for the wire. We're going to send you your money. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I caught off Thursday, too. <laughs> I caught off Thursday, too. Because oh. I'm like, I, I can't be at work thinking about this shit. Like, Man. especially in that type of line of work. I'm about to say, your job. Yeah, in that type of line of work. I couldn't be, couldn't be dealing with that. So I caught off. Um, and I'm just sitting at the house doing random stuff. And uh, they call me like, yeah, we, we about to send the wire. Oh, no, they call me and say, yeah, we just sent the wire. Soon as they call me or whatever, I get the notification deposit from the bank. Just came through. Hey, <laughs> I'm man. like, bro, like, we, man, hey, it literally, it, it, it was you. up. <laughs> it was up. Like, I boy, I was so hype. I damn near asked dude on the phone. Like, man, I'm about to send y'all a bottle of champagne. Like, <laughs> the fuck, man, hey, I was so hype. Bruh. So hype. But, um. But yeah, man, and ever since then, it's just like that feeling. Like it's it's hard to describe. Like it's an accomplishment feel, mm-hmm. but then it's also like it's 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 hard to put words to it because one, like this something that seems so simple, and then once I got into it, you know, I got some skin in the game. I'm actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. Shit seemed like it was impossible to get done, man. And then once you know Boy. the deal closed. And you see daylight, you at the end of the tunnel, and you get that wire that come through, and it's just like, damn, like I did it, and then I did some sh- like this is real now, like I know it's real, right? So like, it man, it's I, I still can't describe it, man. but I'm it's like a, I'm I'm chasing that feeling, yeah, I'm I'm still chasing that feeling. If so you, yeah, that that was the first deal. If you don't mind, how much was your first deal? How much did you make off? First, your first deal was something like was five k. Sheesh. 5k made $5,000 on your first deal. How many how many like hours would you put towards that? Like how many hours would you work towards it? Let's um I wouldn't say probably not even a full-time like work week. Not it wasn't 40 hours. I know that cuz I basically was getting off work and going straight home, doing what I needed to do at the house and then I'd get on the phones and call I would stop calling every mm-hmm. night at eight o'clock because I didn't want to talk to nobody past eight. Because I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bad enough, I got to call you about a property and you going through some shit. Right. I'm not about to call you past eight o'clock. Let me keep it respectable. So I was probably, you know, calling an hour a day, mm-hmm. hour and a half at most, two hours if I got off on time and got done what I needed to get done. So, um, so maybe, let's say, 30 hours. 30 at hours. Most, at most, probably. So if you did 30 hours, you made not even a full time, you know what I'm saying? That's a hundred. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me back, because that was from the time that I had bought that new list. Okay. Now, if we going back to when I actually started wholesaling, when I actually started, yeah, we talking about numerous times. We talking about months. No, I'm talking about the pro- I'm talking about that particular property. Oh, that, How much yeah, time? That, from the time that I bought that list to... The time that that deal closed, or basically the time that I spoke to that seller for that property, yeah, it was probably like I said, like at most thirty hours, and it might not even been thirty. So I mean, that's still yeah, that's still hours, good. Five bands, that's what one hundred sixty-six dollars yeah. an hour. Yeah, that's that's good money. Big money. Yeah, that that's that's I ain't even think of it like I ain't break it down. Like I'll that. be breaking this down, bro, because <laughs> <laughs> I need people to know the gravity. Like, yeah, it's it's heavy. 
I work 30 hours, $166 an hour. Yeah. An hour. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like even back-breaking labor. Like, you just, you got to put the pieces together. It's like a yeah. puzzle. You got to be able to, you know, like you said, you got to have thick skin. Like, you got to yeah. be able to, you know, be able to get hung up on, be able would, to get cussed out. or. I would say it's, it's more of a problem-solving type gig. Because yeah, it is. Stuff is going to come up. All the time. Like all the time. And you got to be like, all right, well, how I push past this? Yeah. All right, well, how I'm going to push past this? Like, yeah, I yeah. agree. Like you said, you posted it. People said somebody already posted it. Yeah, that shit and, had me. And you could have quit right there. To, you couldn't. Like, I ain't gonna what? lie. I was. I was thinking like, damn, maybe this, maybe this ain't no deal for real. For right. Real. And, like, and in the space like that, something like that will discourage you, bro. Yeah. Because you got your hopes so high, like you went through the first step. And you're like, all right, I'm here, I'm lit. Exactly. And then you posted it, and somebody already posted it. Foundation issues, blah blah blah. But you yeah. kept it pushing. And it paid off. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah, that's 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 lit. I ain't gonna hold you, man. So you was talking about realtors and how they were um, beneficial. Yeah. Um, I went through a realtor for my first wholesale deal. Yeah, you you definitely. I ain't gonna even lie. Like you, I wouldn't say you went the unconventional way, but for the situation, that played out perfectly. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That. <laughs> That that played out perfectly <laughs> for the situation. Like I can't think of another way you probably could have did that. Yeah, no, yeah, it was crazy. So, I I wholesaled digitally, which I saw on I saw it on YouTube. Yeah, what like they, I they see call everything. it uh, virtual. What is it? Virtual, virtual. Yeah, virtual yeah, wholesaling. Virtual wholesaling. So, basically, is all the steps. As regular wholesaling, you're just not there <laughs> pretty yeah. much. So um, what I did was, like, the first step I took was reaching out to a real estate agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, came up with a little script to say to them, like, I, to let them know exactly what I wanted. So I would say, email them or call them and be like, hey, I'm looking for off-market deals. Um at this X amount of dollars, like from a hundred thousand to anywhere from three hundred thousand, yeah. um, I'm looking for a quick closing. I, I got, I'm a cash buyer. Like this is, I'm mm. saying, I'm telling them all this. <laughs> I'm a cash buyer. I'm looking for quick closing. I can close in normally ten days, um, or thirty days. Excuse me. I can close in normally thirty days. Um, do you get deals like that? I went through, and let me tell you something. Most realtors, I ain't gonna say most, but some realtors ain't about their bread, and I figured that out. Because yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that out because I reached out. I kid you not to probably like a hundred and fifty realtors. I kid you not. I had I, a, I got I a whole list. Five. <laughs> you better to be. I would have stopped at five. I had a whole Fuck list. Em. I was just so what I did was I mean it's just like building an email blast list because I was sending the same. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I went to Mailchimp. Shout out to them. So I didn't have to send a hundred fifty emails, but. Um, I went to Mailchimp and curated an email, and mass sent it out. Yeah, like I'm saying, but I, like at that point, I was looking up realtors on Redfin and realtors on Z Zillow. I always call it Zillow for some reason, but, <laughs> but Zillow and all these other sites, and like googling top top cities for for uh, real estate and stuff yeah. like that. Just doing due diligence, you know what I'm saying? 
compiled a list of 150 realtors. Guess how many realtors hit me back? 150. I'm gonna say 10 percent. Two. That's what one two one percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two, two realtors hit me back. Man, I was being generous at 10. You was. <laughs> Two, but that's cool though because those are the two I needed. You know what I'm saying? And um, it, it's it's just it just baffled me because I'm not gonna go into that. But anyway, anyway, so realtor end up hitting me back. Um, yeah, we get I get market deals like this all the time. Um, both of them hit me back. Basically said the same thing. I get market like this. I come across deals like this all the time. Let me know uh, when you get a chance to talk. I'm like, all right, bet. Called him, I'll call you this time. We set up a time to talk. Talked to him, basically told him exactly what I wanted. Um, I told one exactly what I was doing because that's the key. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be you gotta transparent. Be, yeah, you got to be transparent. You don't want to seem like you're messing nobody over or become shady because if you tell them exactly what you're trying to do, they can – it. It saves on time because either they can help you or they can't. Exactly, it's, it's gonna give a one or either way. Like either they gonna be with it or they not. And like you said, in the problem solving, is and like you said with the problem solving, and what I said as far as finding that right seller that meets the qualifications mm-hmm. for that situation. If they really in a situation and they need to move this property or whatever, or they need to get out of this property. How you get it sold or bought? don't really matter to them. Exactly. They could care less they just want as the long money. as you help them in that situation. Yeah. Exactly. So told them what I was doing. Look, I'm wholesaling properties. Like, period. Do you come across yeah. <laughs> off-market deals? And um, they both said, yeah. Like, we'll be on the lookout. Excuse me. They will be on the lookout. So um, the dope part about having a realtor is that you don't have well. I'm not going to say you don't have to. You can ask them because they're not servants. You can ask them to do comps. Yep. You can ask them to run numbers. You don't have to talk to the buyer. Um, it's, it's it's just different like levels. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm asking them, do you do comps? They're like, yeah, we'll do comps and compare everything, and we can send you a detailed list of what's going on. And I'm like, all right, cool. So uh, he was. They were like, "We'll send you deals that we come across. Like, we'll just just check it. Just be out on the lookout for, on your email. We'll send them to you." So I'm like, "All right, cool." A week go by, I don't get no deals. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get nothing sent to me. So I'm like, "All right, bro, what y'all doing?" Man, like, you <laughs> forgot. Right, y'all do this every day. But then, in the same turn, I get like five from one, and then six from another. So I'm like. Oh, y'all. Okay, never mind. Yeah, like, play full. Yeah, I'm like, never mind. So I'm doing my like research on them. They already pulled the comps. I'm just trying to find one that's like lucrative for me. Um, end up coming across a property in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, she was uh it just caught my eye. I don't know why, but it just caught my eye. I think it was the price point. And it was it had a um what did they call that? A Jack and Jill, you know what I'm saying? Where they got the little, um, not a Jack and Jill, uh, um, they got the little property in the back. Mother-in-law suite, that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, they got a mother-in-law suite. So it had a property, and then it had another property on the property to where. Sound like some nice size property. Yeah, like it was like a little apartment type deal. Yeah. Um, Jack and Jill is a bathroom. I don't know why yeah, I thought that, that. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you talking about the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew it was something, but anyway, they um 
that's why it caught my eye. So I'm like, okay, so they can a flipper probably will be real interested in this because yeah. not only can it be flipped, but it can be used as additional income for whoever buys it. This is that and the other. Watching a lot of HGTV gets you hip to stuff. I ain't gonna <laughs> hold you. <laughs> hey, that's that's my show. I don't care. Man, whether I, mean, I was a wholesaler or not. Man, look, I be watching so much of that, it's crazy. But so it caught my eye. I asked the realtor about it, like, so what's up with this property? Tell me the specs on it. Like, is the roof good? What what like can you tell me about it? So pretty much told me the buyer, I mean, excuse me, the seller was going through a divorce. Mm. Um, they didn't live there anymore, so it was an absentee owner. She stayed in Georgia or somewhere, and they was looking to liquidate quick. Sound like my deal. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, all right. So I was like, so you think they're motivated? And they were like, they're extremely motivated. I'm like, okay, cool. It was listed for 180. No, 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 no. It was listed for 120, 120k. So I'm like, I tell her again, being transparent. I was like, look, I'm trying to get well under this number that they yeah. want. Do how motivated do you think they are to sell at a lower price? She was she. This is where they were like, uh, I don't know, but this is that. Yeah, I can try. I'm like, well, tell them I can offer them. Uh, what did I say? Seventy k, mm. hundred twenty to seventy k. So always go in low. Always go in <laughs> low. Do you hear me? Um. So hundred twenty to seventy k. I was probably going to sell it. I wanted to get at least twenty thousand off out of it. Like I was going, I was I was going for the gusto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you was playing. I was King Griffey swinging <laughs> out there. I was, I ain't even gonna hold you. So I'm like, all right, bet. They like, okay, cool. So they presented the offer to the seller. Again, I didn't have to do any of this. Presented it. She probably called me back the next day and said she rejected the offer at seventy, mm -hmm. but she'll be able to do eighty-two. And I'm like. Let's draw it up. Mm -hmm. Draw it up. So I didn't even have to do the contracts because uh, they had the contract. Damn. Yeah. So, well, no, actually, I sent them the contract you sent me. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So I ain't gonna lie. I love that short, concise, man, yeah. straight to the point contract. So I had the contract. That yeah, that contract dope that you sent me. By the way, so it. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand it. I was like, all right, bet because. Some of these contracts I was reading, I, was, I didn't know what they was talking Bruh, about. Four pages, four, three pages. Bruh, of yeah. nonsense. Literally, you could crunch it down into one, two at most. Right. Even the realtor complimented me on the contract. They was like, this was a nice, she needs straight to, send me a to the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, they um, sent her the contract. She sent it to the uh, seller. DocuSign, whole DocuSign deal. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, she CC'd me on it, so I was able to see when yep. it was open and when it was signed, um, which she's dope for that. Um, but it was pretty seamless. And then <laughs> here comes the process of the obstacle. Yeah. <laughs> so now I, I put my 14-day – no, I think I did. I was doing 10. What was it 14 on that contract? I don't remember. It was – I know you can – you can because that the time frame you it's blanked out for it was whatever 10. time you want to put in there because I did ten on the previous deal and that's how I okay. messed up on that. Remember when I yeah. my second, yeah. but it was ten day. I so I had a ten day inspection clause on there, um, to where it gave me time to find a buyer pretty much in that area. So 
good old Craigslist. I go on Craigslist, list the property. Um, I didn't know about Facebook. Like I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I I know nothing what I'm doing. I'm I'm learning as I go. Trial and error. Exactly. So I just remember somebody saying Craigslist. So I'm going Craigslist. Um, I'm out of state. It was only like a three-hour drive, and I think I texted out debating on whether I should drive out there or not. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I'm like, bro, would y'all drive out here? But I ended up not driving out there because I wanted like detailed pictures of the property. I wanted, and they had pictures, but it was just like outside. Um, it wasn't detailed enough. So what I did was I went on Craigslist and found a freelancer, mm. which is which is I found on YouTube how to do it. Random Craigslist found a freelancer, hit him up, and was like, "Yo, can I need you to take good pictures of this uh, property for me? I can give you the lockbox code. I'll pay you X amount of dollars." Ended up paying him like eighty dollars to take pictures, something, something low. That man probably had the, the digital camera man. that was high specs. He was a photographer. Yeah, he was in he, college. He was loaded. He was in oh, college. Yeah, so I know he yeah. spent forty on drinks. <laughs> Facts turn up. <laughs> we lit. But he. Uh, Ended up taking good pictures of the property, sending them to me. And how I worked that out is, look, I'll give you 40 now and <laughs> 40 when I get my pictures because you ain't about to run off on the plug. It's slow. Uh, so took the uh, took the pictures, took good pictures, really good professional pictures. I was able to post on Craigslist, posted them. Um, need a buyer for this, need a buyer for that. Buyers be on some stuff too. And I learned this out. The, I found this out the hard day, hard way. The first day I posted on Craigslist, a motivated buyer hit me up. I'm like, we lit. This going quick. It's going quick. <laughs> we lit. So I'm like, all right, babe. He's like, I'm going to buy the property. I'm extremely motivated. Can I go over there and see it? I'm like, yes, you can go over there and see it. Right, similar to you, um, except they didn't have a lockbox code because of the realtor. So I'm like. Um, okay, go over there and see it. Um, I can contact. I can get you in contact with the realtor, and you they'll walk you through the property. Yeah. So hit the realtor up. Be there this time. Um, be there this time, and you know what I'm saying, walk them through the property so they can see it. All right, we got it scheduled. I get a call. I text the realtor. I text the realtor and was like, okay, everything's still good to go. Yes, I text the buyer. All right, everything is still good to go. Okay, cool. I'm like, all right, bet. We good. About two hours pass, I get a call from the realtor, and he was like, um, I've been sitting here for an hour, uh, <laughs> and no one has came. I called bro and was like, yo, what happened? He was, I had a family emergency. And he was like, I'll tell you about it later. I had a family emergency. I'm like, all right. All right, cool, whatever. I apologized to the realtor, and he didn't show up. So at this point, I'm chalking him off. I'm like, I'm all right. Yeah. I gotta find somebody else. So I re I I messed up, and I took the property off of Craigslist before it got sold. Like I said, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> so I ended up relisting it, relisting the property. He saw that I relisted it, called me immediately, and was like. Um, just because I had a family emergency doesn't mean I don't want the property. I'm like, but you had the realtor out there. Like, time is money. Like, man, she not getting she not getting paid to sit out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and wait for you. Damn, their pro bono work. Yeah, man. like so, and and I don't even know. 
Like I've never met her a day in my life. Yeah, exactly. So you 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 messing me up. So um long story short, he ended up going and showing the property, um, saying he really wanted it. He strung me out for mm. like five days. I only have a 10-day contract, a 10-day uh clause. Turns out he didn't have cash. He was trying to he was trying it. to finance. I didn't know nothing about that. I'm yeah, thinking that's... I'm thinking he has the the cash liquid to just buy it. Yeah. So when and how I figured it out was the earnest money. That's how I figured it out. He didn't have the earnest money to put down. So I was like, you can put a thousand down earnest money, we can get this going. He didn't have it. He was like, Well, I gotta wait for the bank. And I'm like, the bank? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You, you ain't got one, you ain't got a you ain't got a bank and you plan. an investor. You ain't no investor, bro. Man, you ain't no investor. <laughs> Basically, he strung me out for five days. So now I'm scrambling trying to find a buyer. Um, and where I got hit, I don't know if you hit the Jerry Norton. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yep. so where I got hit, he I stumbled across a video of his that said that how he find, it, find his buyers uh -huh. pretty much. And he, um, he used realtors to find his buyers. So he find he'll go. He went to the property, uh, the neighborhood, and see if there was anything else flipped yeah. there, and searched that, and searched who bought it. Yeah. So that's what I did. Like and he did it somewhere else, but it worked. So I, I I looked, and I I found another property that was flipped, and I knew it was flipped because flip homes you can tell exactly. basically they're staged pretty much, um, and you can tell new appliances, new things in their floors you you can tell once you like look at it that it's been flipped um so i found it i was like okay this has been flipped i looked for the realtor i'm like um okay then i looked who bought it i, I called the realtor i was like who bought the property this yeah. is that, and the other and they was like well i can give you his number and i'm like all right cool ended up calling him and this is why you gotta have like thick skin because you have to call people like you have to talk to people yeah, like you don't talk to people, you it's it's gonna be slow. <laughs> like, so I called him and I was like, "Yo, I just um, bought a property in your area that you flipped in before. I was wondering if you were in the market for any other um, any other properties." And he was like, "What's the address to the one I flipped? Because I flip a lot of properties, so yeah. I don't know." So I gave him the address. I forget the street name, but I gave him the address. He was like, "Oh yeah." And then I gave him the street address to the one I have. Yeah. And he was like, you the one bought that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He was like, I've been trying to figure out who bought it because I've been trying to buy it. And I'm like, say <laughs> well, <laughs> do I have a deal for you, my brother? <laughs> it, was a, it was a black guy, man. He was cool in a mug. I still got his number saved because you never know. Like, I might come across another deal. But, um. He ended up buying it, put the earnest money down, sat. Um, we had to renegotiate, you know what I'm saying, the price. So he ended up, I bought it for um, 85. I wanted to sell it because I still wanted to make my 20K. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to sell it for 20K above. And he was like, it's a lot of rehab that's going into it. Because yeah. he did, when he did his walkthrough of the property, it was ceiling damage. It was like water damage in the basement and stuff mm. like that. So he was like, I got to deal with all this. Is that the other I can come down um, to this price? So 
at this point, I was just like, I want my bread. Yeah. So, I'm, so I agreed to it, drew up the contracts, found a title company in uh, Louisville. Um, he went to, I didn't have to come to closing. He went to the title company. They text, they text me, like text me like, are right, everything's good? Yeah. Like call me like your wire should be here. And boy, man, look. Cha-ching. Right. <laughs> Cha-ching. I, bro, I was so, man, that process was so stressful, but it was so rewarding, bro. I see why, if I, I see why the, the risk and the reward go to get hand yeah. in hand. Cause it's, it's crazy. Like, and that was my first deal ever. And I've been trying to do wholesaling for probably about six years now. Yeah. But I got caught up on research. Yeah. That, trying to be perfect. Uh, analysis, paralysis. Yeah. Should it get you? I got I'm trying to be perfect and do everything perfect. There's no perfect way to do this, bro. Because nah, you never know what's going to happen. So once I just jumped in, I got a deal. It was crazy. And I'm lit now. Yeah, chasing that feeling like you said. Yeah, it's a good feeling, man. It's 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 just unexplainable. Like it's a I don't I, I don't think I could put words on it, but it definitely is a a a good feeling. It's a great accomplishment to even say, you know, if you just want to get in and just say, let me see if I could do you know what I'm saying, get one deal and be let me just try to get one deal and I'll be done. Like right. you know, if you get one done you probably gonna be like, nah, I ain't done. But if you are done, you know, you can check that off your list. Like, exactly. yo, I did that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a good feeling and it's definitely a big accomplishment um, mm-hmm. to, to get that done because that process, whether it's, you know, finding the right seller or getting a seller and having a property under contract and then finding a buyer. Because <laughs> like you said, them, them Facebook buyers are, Craigslist buyers, whatever buyers they come from. Cap artists. Um, yeah, a lot of them, you know, they, they used cap to be, and they rap. <laughs> yeah, they used to be talking like, you know, me and me and one of the homies definitely know um from our experience that the Facebook buyers be, you know, full of full of it sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the time the buyer like the buyer that I had came from Facebook marketplace or whatever, but he wasn't even but the dude wasn't even no investor. He was just looking for another property to buy cheap in that area. Mm. I forgot what his situation was. But he wasn't even no investor. He was just looking to buy another property. I think, matter of fact, he was buying it for his daughter. Oh, yeah. He was looking for a house to buy for his daughter in the area that he lived in. And he had some money or whatever, um, or whatever from some type of, what did he say, uh? life insurance policy from his mom or something. It was some along the lines of that. So he came up on some cash and he was looking to buy a cheap property for his daughter. Mm. Um, so that's it. He wasn't even no investor. Right. He just wanted um, a house. Yeah, he, he just wanted a house. But, um, yeah, that, it's you're you going to run over. You're going to run into some, some type of headaches mm-hmm. um, through that whole process, whether it's locking up a property for a contract or locking up a buyer for the deal or one of the worst problems is probably to have a buyer back out at the closing table like when you right there at the finish line like you can you can feel it you right there you can grab it with your with your hands but Mm -hmm. i've heard stories of people you know buyers backing out at the closing table it happened to me yeah man run run through that real quick man look so we giving you the good and bad (laughs) <laughs> so pretty much found a property. I'm not gonna go into detail because this hurts. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, rehashing old wounds. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so basically got a property under contract locally this time. Um, man, <laughs> got the property under contract, extremely motivated seller, was ready to go. Um, I think I was about to make about 12, somewhere around there um, with this one. And she basically threw the house at me, bro. It was mm. just like, get take it. I'm sick of it. I'm trying to move to Florida. Like, I'm, this is the only thing holding, that was the only thing holding her back was the house. Damn. So, so it ended up um, getting under contract, marketing it, marketing the contract to people, got a fire. Um, <clears throat> I did a 10-day inspection clause, which my brother Tyler over here told me <laughs> to go longer now. So now I know. Like, <laughs> extend that clause as long as you can. Um, but got a 10-day inspection clause, uh, found a buyer, talking all the right things um everything he was saying was good he, i'm like all right betty extremely motivated um let's go let's get this deal done the deal didn't get done the, the buyer backed out on the last day of the inspection clause so um left that on the table now i'm scrambling it's the last day so yeah, i knew it was pretty exactly. much slow like can't do much with that unless <laughs> I get another, I get one of yours. Yo, I need this for my daughter. <laughs> I was waiting on that, but no, that didn't come through. Did Did he say what the issue was? He ghosted me. He just didn't want it. I, I didn't hear, I haven't heard from him. Oh, so you didn't hear from him? I didn't him. hear from him at all. I heard from him all the way up until um, I got his earnest money. Oh, so he sent EMD. Yeah. Okay. I got okay. his earnest money. It was only 500 but... I still got it, yeah, but, it ain't, it ain't but it, ain't, it ain't 12 bands, <laughs> nah. but he, I don't know what happened. I hope he good. See, all right, so <laughs> for, the, for the people listening, um, a way that I've learned to kind of weed out buyers that ain't serious about the property, we I call it EMD for short, but it's the earnest money deposit. Um, the earnest money is basically required and them they're all real estate transactions that basically you know and uh, if you're going through a property on the mls you know you got to drop emd usually like 500 dollars or something like that mm -hmm. um just you know you know let you know you got skin in the game right and that's non-refundable mm -hmm. so with cash deals and off-market deals that you know i'm assigning contracts to my emd is three thousand non-refundable i need to uh, need to do that so it's i either i'm little i'm a little negotiate you know pretty lenient sometimes i go i don't go no lower than two thousand and i don't go no depending on the size of the deal basically like if i'm by if i know i got a spread like if i got fifty thousand dollars spread on the deal i know i can get 50 yeah that emd gonna be higher like 10 or something like that but right. some you know in a comfortable range like i said i'm not going no lower than two thousand i'm not going no higher than three mm -hmm. um and if they got a problem with that then you know they don't want the property. You, yeah, you don't want the property, and you ain't the buyer for me. So, um, like five hundred, you know, shit. Somebody, I remember in my buying a house. Like I done, I backed out of what two contracts and lost five hundred dollars each contract. So that was a thousand. I done lost. Ain't nobody like I wasn't really tripping about it. Right. But you can make that. Yeah, back you can make that back. But somebody that's in that game, 
They ain't worried about no five hundred dollars for real. Yeah, you wouldn't. Like, especially if they just don't feel like it's a deal that's gonna work out for them, they'll walk away from that five. But if they know the EMD is like two K or three K, they might not trip about that either. But they gonna think a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, you know, let me take another look at this or do you know a little bit more due diligence on to make sure this is the property for me because I don't want to waste my time. And I don't want to waste theirs. So, yeah, you know, make sure your your earnest money is, like, at least $2,000 all the way up to, you know, whatever you see fit. Noted. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'll definitely weed out. That'll weed out them buyers who bullshitting, basically. Nice. Yeah, but that's a horror story. Um, Ended up, she ended up going with a realtor. So, she listed her. Yeah. Listed I, her I can see why. Like. That probably was her first time. To put a bad know, taste yeah, in her mouth. Yeah, that was her first time dealing with an investor probably. And she, you know, like you said, she just needed to get rid of the house to go to Florida and move on with her life. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. So she like, let me just go the traditional route and throw it on the market. Um, I mean, especially at a time like right now, if this was recent, it's, it's definitely. Oh, yeah, sad. it was recent. Oh, yeah, then somebody going to grab So I tried to double back with your boy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we tried to double back on it. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you just don't do it. You, you, you <laughs> she, she know me, but she don't know you. Yeah. It's like when you, when you trying to get your friend to spend the night. You, know, you ask, she gonna you say ask. no, but if you ask, she gonna say yes. Yeah, <laughs> I tried, bro. Yeah, oh well, it's other deals. Yeah. I ain't tripping. I wouldn't say it's a horror story. It's a learning experience. Though. Yeah, that's like, a fact. It's it sucks because you seen what you could have made on that deal. Yeah. And it was like, there. Yeah. Like and we like we know the property, we know the area. So that money was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean it sucks, you know. Yeah. It's it's a learning experience because now you like you said, you know, let me go, you know, longer than ten days on my special clause. Let me go fourteen days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or that extra four 15, days. Yeah, that helps. Trust me, that that helps. Like fourteen days, two weeks. Like I said, on my first deal on day fourteen, if that ain't work. It was gonna be like shit. This ain't no deal, right? But if I can't get, if I can't move this deal in two weeks, it ain't gonna happen. That's a good way to look at it too. If it ain't gonna move in two weeks, it ain't no deal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Like ten days is is not fourteen, but it it just ain't enough time though. Right. Like that's it. Just ain't enough time. So, so let's let's do before we end the segment. Let's do. The pros and cons, cause I mean I ain't no expert at digital, yeah. digital like virtual wholesaling, but I mean I, one deal is nothing to shake at. Like I ain't gonna hold it. It ain't, but <laughs> like I said, one is better than none. Yeah, and it it's not even like yeah the number of deals you know is a factor and however you want to cut it and measure it or whatever, but it's more so like the experience. Yeah that comes with that deal because you could have went through hell and high water with just that one deal that somebody might have not experienced at all with five deals. Facts. So, yeah, so you have, you, I feel you. The, the experience that comes with it, but. um. So we, not the pros, let's talk about the differences between the two. So the differences in, you know, virtual wholesaling and just, you know, basically, I don't even know. I guess locally wholesaling or whatever. I think like just locally, is, yeah, or just wholesaling, <laughs> traditional wholesaling. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, you, okay, well, virtual versus traditional wholesaling. The property that you're seeking traditionally 
is um you'll be going to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. You'll either have you'll have a conversation with that buyer and mm-hmm. then you'll probably see them, you know, face to face when you go see the property. Mm-hmm. Um you'll man, I can't think of nothing else really other than, you know, you're gonna go see that property. Um you're gonna talk to that buyer most likely face to face. Um, and then you you won't need to go through a realtor. Yeah. I think that's another big uh takeaway or mm-hmm. key. You won't need to go through a realtor with traditional wholesaling. You can you can quarterback that whole deal on your own. Right. No no realtor involved. I forgot to mention the realtor's benefit. Yeah. Um to helping someone wholesale. Yeah, that's that's key. So pretty much um my cousin just told me the real term for this, but I don't I don't remember it. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep calling it dual agency. <laughs> so uh, um dual agency, yeah. What they call it, double a, dipping. Yeah, but it's another term for it. I don't know. She she's proper. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be the term though. Like is it because she she rep did she represent you? She well she represented the end buyer. She yeah she, and the seller and, correct right. She yeah. was a buyer as agent and a seller yeah. agent. Hold on, I'm about to I've it. I've heard dual agency, double dipping. Um, and what's another term? But it's not the technical term. It's like more so like slang. But yeah, dual agency. I believe intermediary. Is, oh, that's some old other shit. <laughs> <laughs> she, I ain't gonna lie, she, I never heard I've, that. One. I've never heard. She called it intermediary agency. Oh yeah, she's definitely in. She's been in her book. <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> I ain't never. Heard and that it, it doesn't surprise me because <laughs> that's how she's been her yeah. whole life. Shout out to her for that. You yeah. can put me on to something. Yeah, so I'm gonna still call it dual agency because yeah. you ain't about to catch me slipping on here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically, the the realtor can represent both the buyer and the seller pretty much, and instead of the three percent, they get six. Yep. So um, that gives them motivation to find mm-hmm. you. A property exactly um so it's not like they're just doing it out the kindness of their heart yeah, it ain't <laughs> free it ain't free so basically they get their their piece of the pie too which i don't care yeah. like get yours i want everybody to get paid yeah it's a, it's a win-win win for me the seller wins the real estate agent wins and i win ultimately so yeah i just wanted to double back in let y'all know what what the what the uh, realtors' um, reward was for helping somebody do something like that. Um, I will say one difference between um, uh, traditional wholesaling and virtual wholesaling is marketing um, costs. So mm. whether you have bandit signs, which are the yellow signs that you see out on the street that say we buy houses yeah. uh, with a number on it, or whether it's um, direct mail that costs um, driving for dollars costs. Yeah, I mean, all, gas, all, it, all of it, costs. all of it costs marketing, <laughs> marketing costs, costs. Period. Um, I had no marketing. <laughs> like getting your getting the deal or marketing the contract. Um, both. Okay. okay. So. I mean, 
Yeah, because I found a realtor. Yeah, and that she, didn't cost, she brought you the deal. Yeah, she basically. brought me the deal. That didn't cost. Craigslist is free. Yeah. Well, no. I had to pay $5 for Craigslist. $5 yeah, they charge now. Dang. Yeah, they charge to post on there now. Which they didn't when I first started, which was a couple years, like it years ago. It, was, it might be because um, it's real estate involved or whatever. Yeah, it, that, it was I, something. But probably, I, was, yeah. I was salty when I got on there. But anyway. <laughs> $5 compared to, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say how much my first deal was that I made? Um, I don't think so. 10000 10 10 p thousand dollars what they do on wayne's brothers ten thousand dollars <laughs> is what i made on my first deal boy cracked a 10 piece on the first joint man i was geeking yeah i was happy as hell for you Bruh. it's actually like yo they go through you like yeah, yeah. Wait on. i'm like yo man i believe it hit in jamaica yeah it yeah, hit in Jamaica. That boy, perfect which time made it boy. even better. Your ass was out there catching fucking plays. <laughs> it hit while I was in Jamaica. I ain't, man, look. Shit, <laughs> ain't you no gotta go thing. back to Jamaica. And I get do. That, they see bring, what else cracking. They bringing me yeah. bread. I'm gonna get some stuff working here and leave. Just go. Just for the fun. <laughs> let me make. Let me see if I can make something shake while I'm out here. Right, man. That made me feel like such a boss, boy. I ain't even gonna. What? Yeah, that. Yeah, ten piece on the first one, boy. That's yeah, that's lit, boy. I'm telling you, but yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I, I remember we was in the group texting, and you said it. Everything went through with shit. I ain't gonna lie. I was happy as hell. Man, I appreciate like, that. Yeah, I was, I was happy because I'm like, I, I know the feeling. Like, I know exactly how he feel right now. Right. I, I know that feeling. So it's like me going through that and experiencing that, and then somebody else. That I know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm happy you feeling that way, right? Because that shit feels it's, good, it yo. Was like, different, bro. I ain't even gonna hold it's, you. It's unexplainable, man. It it definitely <laughs> is unexplainable. <laughs> it was different, and man, look to see your work pay off in that month, like that. Yeah, and that's not even like some wholesalers scoff at 10, 10 bands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the ones that's out there, yeah, oh, cracking deals four, five times a month. Like, but man, yeah. I don't care if it's a, a thousand. Me, like, yeah, I'm, I look, just made something out of nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And more importantly, yeah, you know I'm saying like we said earlier, I helped somebody out of a sticky situation. Facts. Because it's easy to get, um, it's easy to lose sight of, you know what you actually are doing mm -hmm. when it comes to wholesaling because the money sticks out and it's like you said you can almost get something for nothing right but when you look at it you know take a deeper dive um wholesaling is definitely helping somebody out in a tough time like you don't you don't know what their situation may be but most of the time you know you get people who are in tough situations they stuck between a rock and a hard place mm -hmm. and that property is it's what's holding them back like the, you know what i'm saying the lady that needed to go to florida right you know that that put a, a crutch in her her schedule and yeah. she couldn't really proceed through life how she wanted to because of that property so you you ultimately helping somebody out the money is is definitely cool and amazing to get but um right man helping somebody out of that situation Especially if you get a text or you talk to them after, 
Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying like I, I left that part out. Like yeah. I talked to the dude after. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Um, he dope. he was happy. He was like, man, I'm so glad. You know, we got this deal done. That's dope. Um, I can move on from this. I ain't got to worry about it now. Um, and I'm gonna take this money and you know start building my, you know, portfolio up down here. He was he moved to Georgia. That's, I think Atlanta. Hey, if I ain't mistaken. That's dope. Yeah. And then the shit, the buyer, he um, man, as soon as he bought the property. He, he went to work. Like, I went to pick the lockbox up later that day. And him and his daughter was out there, you know, working on the property. They transformed the thing already. Like, the uh, landscaping was a little rough. Mm-hmm. Weeds was high and shit. Like, the property was vacant. So, right. it, it looked rough going to see it. But when they got there and they started working on it, they damn near made it look almost completely different That's from dope. when I, you know, sold it to them to time now. But, um. He figured out the issue with the property. It wasn't foundation. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> it wasn't foundation. Crazy as it sounds. It was Dang. goddamn gutters was full of debris and dirt and plants what? and weeds. That's crazy how something like gutters can cause a whole bunch of issues fake for you. Fake a foundation issue. It causes issues for you. Yep. That water got somewhere. It got that water gotta go somewhere. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. But um, but yeah, you talk to him after the deal, you know, whether you do or you don't. Mm-hmm. But if you do, that's a plus, especially if they happy. But if you don't, you know, you still, you know that you just help somebody out. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit feels good as well. And that leads me to our segue. I like I want to give advice at the end of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. advice at the end of today's podcast would be do not chase the money. You know what I'm saying? Focus on what's important. If you're in a space that you're solely focused on money, you'll never be happy. <laughs> no. Um, I think Tyler can attest to helping people feels way better. I think I think helping people out of a situ- situation is should be put first, and then the money should follow. It ain't even a should. Like when we talk about wholesaling. Specifically, I'm talking about just in general. Like, yeah, but if man and, and wholesaling specifically, like oh, what we just covered, if you you help somebody out of that you know situation, whether it's five hundred dollars or even if you don't even get a fee, mm-hmm. it might not be monetary, but you gonna receive something on the back end. Like you might have you know just locked in a contact. You know what I'm saying with an investor that you like it's it's almost endless. Facts. But, you know, yeah, the, the money is going to come, whether it's right now or on the back end or maybe a couple months later. It's going to come, though. Like, it's going to come <laughs> eventually. <laughs> it has <laughs> to. Because here's the thing. I'm, I deal, it's no secret, I deal with credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I help people with their credit. Um, hearing stories, like, of people that went through like my credit stuff and came out on the other side yeah, is crazy. It's what drives me to keep going. Cause I wanted to quit a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, t- I'm tired of this, but every time somebody uh, comes to me and be like, I need help. I'm like, all right, come on. <laughs> like, but because I know I can help you, who exactly. am I, who am I to deny somebody that I know I can help? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and hearing them say, "I just bought a house, thank you." 
I just got my card. Thank you. Yeah. I got approved for this. Thank you. It's lit. Like, and the money comes. Like, it it's there. Exactly. But it's not it's not my focus. Cause I can make money anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I can exactly. make I can make a shirt and drop it and make some Boy. money. I didn't help anybody. I Go to the store, flip something real quick. Right. Like, like, like the money the money's gonna be there. But helping people is a crazy feeling. So I would I would say today's advice is just help people. Yeah, problem solvers get paid. Matter of fact, I, I got bought. I bought a T-shirt from somebody on Twitter that that's on a T-shirt that literally it says problem solvers get paid. That's a fact. I'm like that's dope. Like, cause it's true. Like you, whatever it is, you solve problems, you eventually gonna get paid for it. Yeah, a hundred percent of businesses solve problems. Yeah, <laughs> the conveniency problem solving. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> restaurants. You hungry? That's a Go problem. Eat. Go eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just solved your problem. Facts. Uh, yeah, so problem solvers get paid. That's a good, that's a good one. Where you get that shirt from? I might need to cop. <laughs> I, I know I still follow dude. I just can't think of his Twitter handle. Yeah. I don't know. Shit, Google problem solvers get paid. Right. It, it, it might come that's up. That's what I was going to do. He's been selling a bunch of t-shirts. So well, shout out to bro, because problem solvers do get paid. Yeah, shout out to bro. Um, yeah, but... Well, I guess we can wrap it up. Now, is that you got anything else you want to say? Um, um, shit, I don't know. Just go, shit, solve some small problems. It <laughs> <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying, like, and just bask in the the feeling and the joy or whatever that you get from doing that. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, then go challenge yourself to you know solve something bigger. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. And hell. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, go solve a problem with somebody in, in real estate and go wholesale a deal and help them out of a sticky situation with a property or whatnot. Yep. Or some land or something like that. I don't know. Just shit. Go just go solve some type of problem. <laughs> I don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? Go to go solve a problem, whether it's between you and yourself. Um, did I say <laughs> whether it's interpersonal or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like with whoever, just go solve a problem. Right. And it's definitely gonna make you feel better. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, that was the Undecided Podcast for today. Episode three is a wrap. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms, Undecided with an S underscore podcast. Undecided with an S underscore podcast. I am Frank, a.k.a. TM Genius, underscore on uh, Instagram or all socials. And I got my boy Tyler here. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Tyler, a.k.a. Maserati T on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, if I still use it or whatever. <laughs> well, um, he said death to Snapchat. Yeah, death to Snapchat. I know I got I got the app still. I just, let me, I'll log in later on. But yeah, Maserati T, M-A-S-E-R-A-T-I underscore T-double-E. Yup, yup. Yes, sir. I think we want to do... Part two to wholesaling because I want to I want to go over more. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We, it's we so left much. out some stuff. Yeah, but. we just stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, undecided podcast. We out. We out.